0: Hello. Welcome to. hello, Patrons, no, and everybody else, because it's not a Patron thing. Hi, welcome to episode 441 of Film Bastards. My name is Ian Loring, and as always, I'm joined by...
1: Becky Foster, hello everyone.
2: I'm Matt Foster, hello everybody.
0: Hello, hello, one and all. So, we are back from an unforeseen week off I am back from Costa del Near Death and uh Mark and Becky are uh home from work. Um, that's seriously the part of Spain that my mum lives in, it it just it's really quiet and it's just all old people. You like drive <laughs> twenty minutes out of there and it actually feels like there's some life. Um but Jesus fucking Christ. They're all just getting really, really old. There used to be some life to them. It was actually quite depressing. Um, But anyway, I'm back. And it's not depressing anymore. So, yeah, thanks. So, uh, what are we talking about this week? So, um, this is going to be a show in which I propose that we don't do any news and we don't do any trailers unless there was anything that anyone particularly wanted to talk about.
2: The new Cronenberg one.
0: Okay, let's talk about that. But aside from that, um, I think we get on it because we've got a couple of weeks of what we've been watching. And I believe we've just... Yeah, we've got the two main reviews, haven't we? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, But I watched a fucking shitload (laughs) since we last recorded. Um, And I'm assuming you guys have probably watched a fair bit as well. So... um, yeah, not really, not, let's not, get into it.
3: Not, not really.
0: Sorry? Not really. No? Got a few, but With not the many. the exception of the
1: main reviews, I've got two.
0: Okay, all right. I'll try and like split mine up a bit then. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, all right. Well, what are we going to be talking about main review-wise? Um, my word, what a double banger this was. Uh, an unexpectedly volcanic double bill. Um, so yeah. this is the Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum uh, romantic adventure, The Lost City, and the Alexander Skarsgård, Anya Taylor-Joy, uh, uh, romantic maybe the romantic in moments, but probably really not most of the time, The Northman, so yeah, uh, what a double wheel that's going to be, strap in um so patreon.com forward slash film bastards we just recorded the latest episode of i'd buy that for a bastard where we talked about the glorious total recall two dollars a month um gets you the those extra patron shows and early access to the main show and just a little bit of show admin um We've changed uh, hosting provider uh, for the podcast. Um, uh, I didn't talk to Mark and Bex about this, but it should be uninterrupted service and um, it will save us some money. So that's good. Um, But if the service is not uninterrupted, then um, obviously please do let us know if you have trouble accessing uh, older episodes or anything like that. Please do give us a shout on Twitter. Um we are uh, we are a pod syndicate podcast. Uh so please do also check out the other shows including the Iron Sequel, um his film, her movie, um uh, Entertainment Landfill, Chinstroker vs. Punzer, the Rewatch Project. Uh I think yep, yeah, I think that's it. Um so yes, the Pod Syndicate network continues even if wearepodsyndicate.com is no more. Um and I think that's it so, yes, Cronenberg. Um, so the can lineup came out, and along with that, the first teaser for David Cronenberg's new film Crimes of the Future, which looks like the most Cronenberg thing Cronenberg ever Cronenberg'd.
2: <laughs> it really does, doesn't it?
1: So Cronenberg y,
2: yeah. It, it's, I also love the balls of Cronenberg to, to, to make a film called Crimes of the Future. But well, he's already made a film called Crimes of the Future, and it's not a remake of that movie, or a sequel,
1: or anything to do with it. Just like
2: the title. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that's that's incredible.
0: Like, so the the original Crimes of the Future was just it was like a short, wasn't it? No, I think it's a full-on film.
2: Yeah, it's a full film. Well, it's it's a sixty-three minute.
0: Okay, well, yeah, no, I mean, technically, that counts. Wow, okay. Because I know Arrow put out a Blu-ray of it along with some of his, like, earlier, like, other work but they were short, so I thought it was a short as well. That's interesting. I might pick up that Blu-ray, watch it once and then sell it on eBay because I'm obviously never going to watch any of the content of that <laughs> disc again.
2: Yeah, that's a fair one for you on that one. Um, yeah, it, 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 it does... I am very much up for it, but it does look incredibly icky.
0: I, But, I mean, I'll be honest, I would take this Cronenberg over a dangerous method Oh god, yeah! God, I forgot about this. You episode. know, look I saw a dangerous method at LFF at a press screening, and just like, oh bloody hell, the new Cronenberg at LFF! Like this is gonna, like this is this is big, and it was like, that yeah, was all right. Just distinctly, meh But if Cronenberg's you know, gonna make a film, let him make a fucking squelchy film. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas,
2: because um, and maps to the stars were both quite good,
1: and Eastern Promises—that's not a weird body y one either, is it?
2: No. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, History, of Violence, and Eastern Promises, like that is like a double header. It's like if you're going to keep on doing shit like that, go for it. But then, I mean, I don't know. Maps to the Stars. I think I need to revisit. I remember not being super into that. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't even tell you what it was about anymore. And I want to give Cosmopolis another go because I, I remember liking Cosmopolis, but also just Robert Pattinson in a limo for the entire film. I just kind of want to have another crack at that. I might.
1: How yeah, about, I, I might
0: be having me a bit of a Cronenberg rewatch time. To be honest, yeah. So, well, I,
1: I suggested this to Mark the other day, and then said I couldn't couldn't bring myself to suggest it because you'd hate it because it's all body horror stuff. But why don't we do like a bit of a Cronenberg retrospective?
0: I. I'm immediately going to veto Videodrome.
2: <laughs> That's fair enough.
1: Well, we could um, just do Videodrome, though, couldn't we? How, how do you feel about scanners?
2: I'll have another batch of scanners.
1: So is it literally just Videodrome? What about the fly? The fly's grim.
2: I don't, see, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the fly. I love
1: the
0: fly.
2: I'm not a big fan of it.
0: So, okay, so, I mean, I don't... There you go then. So Mark vetoes the fly. I veto Videodrome.
1: I'm just in for all of them.
0: <laughs> Woo! I mean, like the Brood is yeah, one right. of the most upsetting films I've ever seen in my like not not icky, gross. Well, I mean it is icky and gross, but just upsetting films I've ever fucking seen.
2: Oh god, yeah, it is.
0: And that, that that was before we had lots. You know what I mean? Like, because I'm post lots. I I I am more. Touchy about this stuff than no, I was pre lots, but I was already a, like pretty touchy. But fuck it, like seriously, folks. If you've never seen The Brood, I'd almost recommend just not. But <laughs> like, oh my god, um, I, I think and I, it's I think like rabid. Yeah, I mean, like, but like rabid, and what was the shivers? Is that what it's called? Yes. Um, fuck. Yeah, shivers. I'm not watching either of them. That that's uh, honestly like a Cronenberg marathon. A uh, marathon for us would probably be quite boring because I ain't watching that shit.
2: Yeah, I, I, there's some of I want to rewatch. There's some of I just don't need to rewatch.
0: <laughs> honestly, like rab- re-watch Rabid, happened, man.
2: <sighs> rabbit's great. Ugh.
0: I, I, don't, I mean, that like, like,
2: incredible in- Naked Lunch.
1: Naked Lunch is great. That-
0: Right, I've never seen Naked Lunch, so I'd more than happily watch Naked Lunch. Um, it just reminds me of that bit in The Simpsons. <laughs> there, there were two things that I, I think were wrong with that title.
2: The fact that The Simpsons used to deliver great one-liners. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God, Darby, that was fucking brilliant. Um... All right, look, let's 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 talk about it. I think we could build some sort of mini Cronenberg marathon that we'd be okay with and then Bex could just watch all the other ones. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean like in, in terms of this trailer though. I mean, it does like I say it looks squelchy. It looks like a film I will watch once and never again, but I'm fucking delighted for the people who are going to be like this is my shit. I'm going to watch this 20 times good for you you fucking freaks
2: yeah that's the thing I am very much in the wheel I'm looking forward to watching that at, you know at the cinema if I can um, and then maybe once at home and then going do you know what I've, I've served my time <laughs> I don't I- need to go I don't need to go there again unless it ends up being just something just too fucking good
0: and, I mean, the, the great thing is this will get a cinema release, you know, because it's got actors in it who will ensure it gets a cinema release. Yeah. And you know, like, you... I don't Sorry.
2: think it'll have, you know, I think it'll have a budget that makes sense for it to go cinema rather than VOD. Yeah, so, yeah,
0: I mean, look, hey, Vigo Mortensen, Leah Sadu, Christian Stewart yeah that's you know if it was just vigo mortensen and leah sadhu then maybe there'd be a question there but you stick academy award nominee christian stewart in there it'll be it'll be fine and it's coming out in june in the u.s mm. so i could see like june or july over here and then like where where there's like blockbusters all over the place there will be room for crimes of the future yeah. don't get me wrong it's not going to play like 400 500 screens but it it, it will play you'll be able to see it
2: yeah that's it um, we, should, we should all be able to see it
0: so yeah I mean it, it, it's great that Cronenberg's back doing this doing this stuff because like as much as I will never watch a lot of his films again they're fucking incredible pieces of filmmaking undeniable yeah absolutely mm. so yeah that's playing in competition in Cannes. That's very exciting. There's a lot. That can line up. I was literally watching the press conference, sat on a sun lounger in a water park, and I was like a pig in shit. <laughs> I think
2: you're the only person that's ever done that.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. I was having the time of my fucking life. Lottie was bombing it down a slide like every like minute or two I'd just hear a fucking like happily scream going down a water slide and I had my air, like an AirPod in watching some French guy talk about a bunch of stuff playing can. It was great.
2: Yeah that, that the can um, the can lineup is exciting.
0: Yep. Yep, there is a lot of good shit coming, man. There's a lot of good shit coming and none of that was Netflix. And Terry Fromo, the the Cannes president said he wanted be- um uh Blonde to be at Cannes and he would have put it in competition. And he was like it is an in competition film. It is very good. And it's like it's a shame that Netflix aren't doing that, but like let let you know, let's go. Also, just to say, that fucking did you guys see that <laughs> shot of the the George Miller film? Sorry to give it. No, Idris Elba playing a genie. He's got like elf ears or some shit. Apparently, it's him and Tilda Swinton basically in a hotel room for like two hours talking.
2: All right, I'm done with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's see how that goes. <laughs> Fucking fascinating. Anyway, yeah, can looks really exciting. New Park Chan book. Come on. Uh, Claire Denis, English language debut, I believe. Like, great. Uh, James Gray's new one. Yeah, Um, James Gray's always
2: interesting.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, a bunch of really fucking interesting shit. Do you know what is also really fucking interesting shit? Go on. The Lost City, which is directed by, uh, it was a couple of people, I believe their surname, yeah, yeah, the the brothers D, let's call them. Um, starring Channing Tatum, Sandra Bullock, uh, Divine Joy Randolph, uh, Brad Pitt, Daniel Radcliffe others the story so uh sandra book is a an author uh who kind of like has a history in archaeology um she's writing the last book of uh this romantic novel series uh she announces it's the last book at a uh q a along uh which is also uh being uh uh, uh attended by uh, Channing Tatum who plays the cover model in uh for like all her book covers. Daniel Radcliffe uh is a uh the son of like a billionaire who basically says hey your book is actually like giving us some ideas about where this lost treasure is. He kidnaps her Channing Tatum uh basically goes to uh rescue her. So um the Lost City, you know, people were basically saying, "Well, what? It's just what, what is it? A remake of Romancing the Stone?" And fair enough. I think the filmmakers got in front of that by literally having Sandra Bullock attend a conference called Romancing the Page. Yeah, um, and was just like, "Yeah, this this is what we're doing. Absolutely fair enough." Uh, and so that's it to the point guy- of
2: where actually somebody asked Channing Tatum about that, and he went, "Yeah." Of course we noticed that. That was kind of the point.
1: We weren't being (laughs) subtle. That's what we were doing.
0: Great, great. And I mean, why not? Why not? It's a great film, It's Romancing the Stone. We talked about it last year. Um, During the... uh, Was that like kind of during the doldrum times? It feels like it probably was if we were talking about Romancing the Stone as a main review. Yeah, I think we did a retro review of it, didn't we? Mm, mm. Um, But yeah, um... I never did get round to watching The Jewel of the Nile. Anyway.
2: Don't need to.
0: No, yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's why I didn't. But, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yes. Um, this is a film that I think, you know, we've been excited for for a while here at Film Bastards. Uh, we like Sandy B. We like Channing T. Um, and, yeah, here it is. Uh, it did well in the US. It looks like it's doing pretty well over here as well. Mark what yes. did you make of
2: the la- lost city it's a lot of fun it's just a lot of fun it's a really enjoyable pleasant fun watch you know it's it's everything you kind of want from from this type of movie um i remember when um jungle cruise came out mm. um Mm. The Rock was very much trying to say that they were trying to do something romance in the Stoney with it. And it, it completely missed the mark. Because <laughs> were they? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the Rock yeah, came out and said that. And it's like, they completely missed the mark because mm. it wasn't charming at all. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't all that fun either.
1: And because The Rock does not look like he fucks.
2: And because The Rock doesn't look like he fucks. Uh, no. Whereas this, it's... Films like this are always entirely predicated on how charming the leads are.
3: Mm.
2: And in these type of roles, Sandra Bullock is very charming, and playing that type of character, Channing Tatum, is very charming. So, it's... I think if you're going to just go along for the ride with it and accept that that's what they're going for, it's a really great time. Um... We were in an audience that was basically ninety percent estrogen, weren't we? <laughs> yeah. And they were having, and it was a packed <laughs> it was audience. A fucking who it? Yeah, and they were all fucking loving it. Oh, yeah. like, That's great. Really, really enjoying it.
1: I reckon some rosé wine was consumed before a lot of those. A
2: lot of rosé wine was consumed before that. Hell but, yeah! But it definitely added to it. Yeah. It was. It, there was a lot of giggling, outright laughing, a few whoops at things. The last whoops. As as well, it was it was a really it was it was not only a good. I really enjoyed the film. I enjoyed the cinema experience at how much these people were enjoying this movie yeah. because I was enjoying it along with them. Yeah,
1: yeah. You enjoy other people's enjoyment of it. I think with something like this, don't you? It, like you say, it adds to the atmosphere.
2: Yeah, it was definitely a crowd pleaser, and the crowd I watched it with were very pleased. Fantastic. Beck, your thoughts?
1: Um, yeah, I was a bit dubious about this one. I love Sandra Bullock, but I'm not not a massive fan of Channing Tatum unless he's doing like really funny stuff, like like the Twenty One Jump Street stuff. I love him in those, but I don't. Mm. I, I don't know. I just I'm, I'm not I'm not super keen for him, um, generally. But um, but yes, yeah, so it really surprised me with this one. I wasn't super excited going in to see it, and we were going after work, so it was. You know when you're flagging a bit at the end of the day, but yeah it's it's really really good fun and it um it, it it does in the same way that romance in the stone does it engages you and pulls you into their kind of bullshit <laughs> um and I thought they were both really good in it I, I i think Channing Tatum's is best when he's got some some funniness to his character and I think he 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 gets a lot of the comedy in this doesn't he
2: yeah but as well I think he's very good he he, he also he's very good at being the butt of the joke but he's also very good at bouncing off another comedian Mm. you know yeah and, and Sandra Bullock is an incredibly talented comedian
1: yeah I don't think she gets enough credit for that really
2: no I don't think she does no she's she's I think part of it is you know, she's very charming as well, but she is actually very funny.
1: Yeah, she is. Her delivery is...
2: Her delivery and her time and it point, is great. Yeah. But also, well, she has no problem with sending herself up either.
1: No, no, she doesn't, no. Only well, Sandra Bullock got on Oscar the same year as she got a Razzie and she turned up to receive both. Yeah, and yeah. She, yep. turned,
2: she turned up to the Razzies with two wheelbarrows full of the dvd and copies all of uh, all about steve and was handing them out to people in the audience as she was going up to collect her razzie she's
1: just great isn't she yes i did say to you that the um the sort of emerging from the chrysalis of being like a frumpy writer storyline in romance in the stone is a lot more you know there's more impact to it because she plays a frumpy writer. Like she's more believable as a frumpy writer than Sandra Bullock could ever be, looking
0: like she looks. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's a good point. I, I yeah, I don't know. I mean, they, I think they they do a smart thing here in in acknowledging that she's not necessarily just like a shrew or anything. It's like she's had trauma in her life, you know. It's, yeah. it, it, you know she's just can't. Get over the 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 loss of a dead husband, And I I I thought that was that was well played, and it felt you know it, it felt that felt grounded before things really really don't feel grounded, you know. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. it, 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 uh, w- w- you know, which I enjoyed. It, it's um, yeah. I mean, I'll echo it. I it, it it's weird because when when it came out in the US and I, it it seemed to get quite a few like oh, it, it it's not the nailed on hit that we all thought it was going to be and it feels like in the UK it's barely been fucking talked about because the Northman at least on film twitter is fucking taking up all the oxygen um, but yeah it, it is really really fun could I say it's maybe a little bit too long yeah maybe I, 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 maybe there's a stretch where I get a little bit restless I, I I, mean I, I, I enjoyed the Divine uh, Joy Randolph like coming to get her bits <laughs> but but if they weren't there you did wouldn't have you... missed them no no and it, it, you know apart apart from like being on the boat at the end the character didn't actually do anything no um, but
1: I, I don't know at least kind she was on that whole Home Alone thing of like she's Yes, She's frantically trying to get to them, and then there's no fucking reason. Yeah, she could have just she could have just chilled. She could have just gone a normal. Yeah, yeah. I thought the support and cast actually were all really good, with the exception that, of but that, the assistant. With the assistant of like like Beth's assistant, she was really annoying. I hated her.
2: Yeah, it felt like they put her in. Um... To like give like the fucking daughters of people that got dragged to this movie somebody to relate to. Like, uh huh, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I dunno, I think they were going for a kind of um oh god, who's that really sarcastic one? Aubrey Plaza. I'd be like they were trying to go for an Aubrey Plaza vibe and she just doesn't.
2: I, I think there's a it. lot of there's a lot of new American female comedians who are going through the Aubrey Plaza thing and yeah. can't pull it off. No. Nah. Mm.
1: Which you know makes you really yeah, appreciate I, I, Aubrey Plaza more.
0: Yeah, I mean, she's the Rosetta Stone of that. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it yeah, it, it all comes from her. But no, I mean, like it, that's the thing. But I I, I like the Joy Randolph. That's the thing. I thought I thought she was good. So I do kind of feel a bit like you know you could take it. I didn't really add anything, but she she was decent, you know. Um, I, I, I I suppose one other criticism I would have is that. There's not really that much of a sense of threat from Daniel Radcliffe and co. ever. And I I get that it's not necessarily that type of film.
2: I I don't think it's supposed to be from him. I think he's supposed to come across as a little bit impotent. And and he's just a spoilt little rich boy playing at being threatening.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. But it's... There's not that many times where they actually have problems that involve... Daniel Radcliffe's
2: crew. It's very, it's very mild peril, isn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. But then, like that scene where they um, they kind of fake them out in like that mist, and then um, they kind of accidentally make that guy <laughs> go over the cliff. That's fucking fantastic. Like the whole kind of like accidental killing of people thing felt like something they probably could have riffed on a bit more. <laughs>
2: yeah, um, the the the. the, the uh... I think he could have probably got out of the way. It's like, oh, yeah, that one's on him. But, yeah, the guy who was going, yeah, that that was probably our fault. Yeah, we probably did do that.
0: (laughs) Did did you guys see the mid-credits thing? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I I did like the absurdity of that. (laughs) Of the... uh, I mean, like, just the whole kind of, like, well, you know, they say that we only use 10% of your brain, so I just, I'm using
1: (laughs) other
2: parts of my brain. (laughs) It's it's the look that he gives Channing Tatum as well, when he says, you know, still a little bit of of resentment, and they both turn around and he he starts giving Channing Tatum this really fucking one-eyed look. I also like the... God, sorry. No, I was going to say, it's almost,
0: I know they're not, but it was in another film. You'd think they were setting up a sequel where it's like, okay, now Brad Pitt's going to try and win Sandra Bullock off for of Channing Tatum.
2: But that wouldn't surprise me.
0: Nice I, I they would went for watch that. the fuck out of that. Let's go. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Go on. I
2: love the uh, the nod to Fight Club. Mm. Uh, say, um, oh fuck! Catch it. With Brad Pitt. So you know when he calls him on the phone, he's got the speaker. Oh, call. and he's eating, and he's eating crisps.
0: <laughs> well, this is this is the thing because it's like. When Channing Tatum first meets him, he's eating as well. And Brad Pitt has this thing where he just really likes to be seen eating on camera because I think it's Ocean's, Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven, yeah. Every, basically every single scene he's eating something and it's just something Brad Pitt likes to do. Yeah. But Yeah, no, oh uh, yeah. I mean, oh. he was and also, to be fair, he was great. He was in it more than I thought he was going to be. I thought it was going to be... He comes in to rescue her and then gets accidentally killed. I didn't think there was going to be actually a good couple of scenes before that with him in as well,
2: and he was great. Yeah, the the the, the, the sort of the, the, the sort of um, wordplay gag of the um, where he says, you know, I've got in my phone and Jack Trainer, it's say, oh, he, he's a trainer, his name is Trainer. He's like, no, I just said him as Jack Trainer because he's a trainer. That's why I say everyone. That's why I say everyone it. like. What you just say to their name and what they do, and then you looked at me, didn't you, Becky? Yeah. Because I do that.
3: <laughs>
2: and, but I at mean, the end uh, the phone, he says, "Jack Trainer." Like, wait, so is his name Trainer or not? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the uh, the uh, blah blah weird butt stuff got <laughs> some good laughs from my audience as well, actually. <laughs> Um, even I, I, I will just call out the one line that had me howling and no one else howling was his brains are in my mouth. I can taste his force. Oh, yeah, <laughs> A
2: fucking incredible line.
0: <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
2: Johnny Tate is just one of those guys who who is just very, very good at stupid
0: comedy. Oh God, yeah, but I mean like like absolutely, but, like you guys said, I mean, Bullock, as well, like her reaction when she sees Channing Tatum's dick,
3: yeah.
0: and then she just like spirals <laughs> off, um, and then kind of refocuses after a little bit I mean it 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 it's great, I mean, there are a lot of just really fun moments
2: the, in this the when he doesn't catch the gun and then they've got the conversation later on. With the you should be able to catch. <laughs> it's like, it's like, I just appear. I that had me I was I I'd gone yeah. at that moment. I didn't I Yeah. Because because it, 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 it's not often that we say this actually. We maybe probably should more. That genuinely feels like the sort of conversation we would have.
1: Yeah it does, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was a few like that in this though.
2: What, where you can't, where you where you, where you just looked at me and went You do that?
1: Yeah, and a few conversations that sound like sound like what kind of conversations we would have. Yeah. Like, in being a, a bit what? obtuse and a bit thick, and like you're getting irritated, but you just pretend at it.
2: That's not true.
1: Yeah. You
2: do. I would. I would happily watch a sequel to this.
1: Oh God, yeah, yeah. As, long as it's better than Jewel of the Nile.
2: I didn't even watch one that's just like you and I. Just, I enjoyed my time
1: with
0: these characters. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I mean, that's the thing—you do enjoy yourself with the characters, you know. I mean, they are engaging and fun, and like you, I, like Tatum's kind of arc is like pretty believable as well. You know, just like he he feels he feels bad about. That are losing this woman and he wants to get her back and he you know and it, and he it kind of falls for her in in the whole process and I, I I thought their chemistry was really sweet and I thought it was fucking amazing that the age difference didn't come up once and it was like because Donna said like oh w- what are you going to go see I was like oh the lost city and she was like did Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum get together in that film I was like oh, I, I would fucking assume so yeah and she was like well you
2: know good on her.
0: Uh, uh, I brought it back to the
2: unit of X and said, it's amazing that that nobody's bringing up the age thing. I think it's it's just people don't realise how old um, Sandra Bullock is.
1: Wow. She's called Sandra Bullock, old. She's
2: a treasure. She is, yeah. I think people don't think she's like pushed, like she's almost 60.
1: She's
2: not. And I think people don't realise that Channing Tatum is like just 40.
3: Hmm.
0: But that's the thing. I mean, there is like a good ten, fifteen years between them, isn't there? Sixteen years, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, like to be to be clear, Lord knows that shit's happened enough. Like the other way round. Oh yeah. And and I, I, but and it's worked. believable that they, they would that, that yeah. they could be a couple.
1: Oh
0: yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Even though, like the Brad Pitt Sandra Bullock kind of talking to each other just before Brad Pitt gets shot. That was just like fuck. I want to
2: see those two fuck. Channing Tatum plays that well as well. Just behind, just trying to like, go. What? What's going on? Mm.
1: I love it because obviously he references earlier on in the movie that he's brought snacks for her. <laughs> and then when he's giving her the snacks and she's like, "Oh, this is just what I needed. This is just what I needed." Like he, I, I feel like he's already kind of carrying a bit of a torch for her before this all kicks off.
2: A little bit,
0: yeah. yeah, I think yeah. So, yeah. Mm. I did like the idea that he basically gave her a fucking cheese string. <laughs> yeah,
2: like,
0: yeah. I, brought, I brought your cheese. <laughs> but but also, what he's saying that like does make sense. Like you got to stay hydrated. It is something that actually probably would be good for you in this situation. You know, it's. Uh, and I know you yeah, like cheese, I,
2: so here's a little treat. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, good movie. Fucking good film. You yeah, know, just... it's it's one of those where if I had the time because of the city world if I had the time I probably would go and see it again just because it's a good time
1: yeah yeah it's good fun
0: I really am looking forward to being able to watch this with Donna like I know that there are a lot of lines in this that are going to crack her up and I'm really looking forward to seeing that
1: yeah, I'm, I'm just um, thinking. I'm looking forward to watching it on like a Sunday afternoon, snuggled up on the sofa. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's got real
1: Sunday
0: uh, afternoon vibes. I, 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 hope it does well over the next few weeks. You know, I, I, I this deserves to be a hit, and I, th- I think it will be. Um, and I, you know, I just. I think these, you know, kind of like romantic comedy kind of adventure kind of things, they they almost feel like something that is like, oh, you know, Netflix are going to do that, you know, and it, 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 people are just going to wait for at home. It's like, do you know what? No, go and watch this with an audience, have a fucking a fucking bottle of rosé beforehand, why not? <laughs> and have a good time. Yep.
1: I feel it would further Absolute. enhance the experience, bottle of rosé.
0: Oh, no shit yeah I mean God being yeah I I will be drinking the next time I watch this I watched (laughs) this at 10 past 11 yesterday morning so that obviously wasn't happening but um, yeah yeah absolutely definitely not shit this film's great
2: yeah definitely not shit great time yeah audience
0: poll
2: what's the audience poll Mark well audience poll 50% definitely not shit 17% touching cloth and 33% shit Oh. Hmm. okay miserable fuckers hmm.
0: yeah, that's disappointing <laughs> uh, it, but to be like I say like some people that uh, seem to have not vibed with it and you know fair enough I do kind of think people need to chill the fuck out a bit I don't I, I don't know comedy subject uh, uh, subjective so fair enough. I don't think but.
2: anybody that going to see this film that thought they were going to enjoy it didn't enjoy it. I think people that like yeah. to see it for pure content sake might not have enjoyed it. And if you're doing that, yeah, yeah, yeah. find something else to do with your time.
4: Fair. Um, hey Hannah, you know I think you really can't be a good rewatch of a TV show. Would you agree with that? Love? Oh yes, I would. Marvel's Agents of Shield. I think during, you know, global pandemics, storms, all of these things, it's quite nice to just sit down and burn through something that you've seen a million times. Absolutely. Nothing like a binge watch. Star Trek. Babylon 5. Because you could sit there for hours looking at serial killer documentaries. Absolutely. uh, That doesn't make you a weird person Uh, at all. It doesn't. Yeah, you could watch documentaries that all seem to be about women killing men. Love you, darling. You could put off watching Daredevil for the 30th time. Harry Potter. But really, you can't be immersing yourself in the warm jumper of a rewatch of a show There's or a, a franchise. beloved franchise, a beloved franchise, Lord of the Rings, Twin Peaks, from VHS compilations recorded off television with the ad breaks cut out, of course, <laughs> to DVD box sets of Sex in the City and I don't know Smallville. <laughs> Farscape. Quantum Leap. To giving up finding new content on Netflix and just having a comfort trawl through Star Trek The Next Generation or Parks and Recreation. I think that we can all agree. There's a lot to be said for that. You can't beat a good rewatch. So. With that in mind, join Hannah and Mike from Two versus vs. as we burn through some of our favourite franchises and share our immediate reactions to each instalment in both spoiler and non-spoiler sections. To do that, do a search for the Rewatch Project with Hannah and Mike on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or whichever your favourite podcast provider may be or go directly to anchor.fm forward slash Project. We are proud members of the Pod Syndicate family of podcasts.
3: Have you ever wondered what so-called family films will scar your kids forever? Put, putting four or five-year-olds in front of this movie, it's like, if they didn't know what death was before this, they're going to know it after it. They're
1: going to know it after it, and they're going to be freaking
3: terrified. And they're it. going to be questioning you. Yeah. Or do you have the slight suspicion that your loved one is a cold, dead heart?
1: Yeah, The Dark Knight has got like all the orphans, and like, oh no, we're going to die. They did not build up those orphans at all. In my head, it's was like, kill them.
3: And look no further, the His Film Her Movie Podcast is the show for you. It's the movie podcast that celebrates the contrasting cinematic tastes of its hosts. So join Jordan and Lauren every week on their unique journey through the land of the silver screen. So if you're looking for a few laughs, some fun film-related chat, then get involved. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Okay. Let's talk about The Northman. Directed by uh Robert Eggers. It is Robert Eggers, isn't it? It is indeed, yeah. Yeah, I always get confused with him and David Eggers. Uh Robert Eggers. Uh starring Alexander Skarsgård, uh Anya Taylor-Joy, uh class bang, uh fantastic name. Um and uh oh, fucking Nicole Kidman, obviously. Um and uh Willem Dafoe, plenty of others. Um yeah so Ethan Hawke um crawling around and burping um so this is yeah a a story of revenge people have basically said it's a reinterpretation of hamlet um so um a uh, boy uh he, he watches his father killed by his half brother uh grows up to uh avenge his father's death and uh save his mother uh who was uh kidnapped by the half brother so the northman it's one that i've been really fucking looking forward to that that trailer was oh that trailer gave me fucking life uh when it was first released a few months back uh, big ninety million dollar Viking epic. A lot of film twitters like you need to go watch this because if this film's a financial failure, Hollywood are even going to be even less uh, 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 okay with risk in the future. Um, Bex, what were your thoughts on The Northman? I am very fucking intrigued to see what you thought of this.
1: Um, yeah, I, I mean, I was really looking forward to it and I was getting nervous when I'm going to see something that I'm really looking forward to in case it, it's, it's the Prometheus effect, unfortunately. Um, uh, uh. um, so I was a bit like, right, temper your expectations. It might not be that great, but it just is an absolute five star banger.
3: Mm.
1: Fucking loved it. I thought it was brilliant. If we could have walked, turned around and walked back in and watched it again last night, I would have done.
0: We will talk more.
2: (laughs) Mark, do you agree? It's not the film that is in the trailer, is what I will say. Um, But it's not as far off being the film in the trailer that I thought it might have been. Mm. I thought that the trailer was basically going to be that all the action in the movie was going to be the trailer a la The Road. But... but there is there's still a decent amount of action. But what I will say is the actual movie that we got that the trailer doesn't let on it is. Yeah. Is better than the movie the trailer makes it out yeah. to be. Yeah. And the movie that the trailer makes it out to be looks fucking great. But once it and all spoils all the time, once it switches to it and you go, wait a minute. So it's not a kingdom anymore. It's just a fucking <laughs> farm, a sheep farm and a slave farm. <laughs> Do you know what? Fucking yes. Brilliant. Fantastic. Had me, allowed me to make a really terrible joke to Becky in the, in the cinema. Oh God, it was a terrible joke, was it? Yep. I, I basically turned around because obviously they'd started in Norway and had to oh, flee God. to Iceland. <laughs> so I turned around to Becky, almost choking on my own joke and went, so his mum's gone to Iceland. That's very though, Yep, yep. <laughs> and, oh, I would have high-fived you. <laughs> and Bex was like, shit, I've got a high-five of that because it's quite good. And I sat on it a, the right amount of time, I felt. Um, yeah, it, it's fucking great in the sense that I like the fact that clearly a lot of people in our screening didn't quite know what they were getting themselves in for, Mm. but seemed to really still enjoy the fucking ride. Yeah. Like, in some of, like, the mad bits, there was a guy who was sat a few seats down and across the aisle, who I I make them in a wild, what is it, but I think he was there to see an action Viking movie. Yeah. Uh, And he kept on sort of leaning forward in the mad bits and going, what? 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 (laughs) Oh, and turning around, but like just looking around at people, like as if to say, Is everybody else watching this? And then at the end, I walked, as we walked by him at the end of it when the movie ended, he just went, "I was bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> that rules, that's great. Oh, you know, that guy had a great time. It was really weird
1: when we booked our tickets, which was earlier in the day, I it yeah, like, you know the Same day, we were the only people booked in to see that. And yeah, it was quite a busy screening. It was quite that. a busy screening yeah. by the end of it.
2: That, that's that's at like 10 past eight on an Easter weekend, and it was really nice weather here.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was quite heartening to see so many people there for it. Yeah.
2: Honest.
0: yeah, so this, this is this is the thing where no, I don't think this film w- w- was what like necessarily the trailer made it out to be. I can't like cuz I remember saying when the trailer came out I was saying on the show I want this to be exactly what this is but I know it's not going to be. Yeah. And but I agree. I think what we got is way more interesting. Oh, yeah. Um it but, and the thing is it's not one where it's like well, that was more art house and fucking esoteric and just like made like boring or whatever nope. than the trailer made it out to be. The bonkersness of it is just very very entertaining and immersive and it just it feels very very rare in this day and age where it it was a director given a lot of money to make a film which frankly i wish they just blew this up and put it in imax <laughs> like just it would have looked great but, in Ireland, like, that. like the I'm so glad that they didn't shoot it in scope. Uh and, and you know, because you want you want it to just take up the screen. Yeah. And it you know, it does. You know, I mean it, it, it Everybody is banging on about every everything everywhere all at once, and uh, Lord knows I'm really fucking looking forward to that film. And it sounds like it's not going to let anybody down. Um, I'd be surprised if I like it more than The Northman, uh, but I just I've got a feeling that this year is going to be a fucking banger, banger. Yeah. for films, just an absolute banger.
2: Yeah, because it, it's and... come out the blocks with this, and I know we're in April, yeah. but but I'm already like I said to you, that um we got in the car after we watched it. It's like if I see ten movies that are anywhere near as good as that this year, then fucking hell.
1: If I see yeah. one movie better than that this year, it's a fucking great year.
0: <laughs> but the, and this is the thing. It's like weirdly. In most years, I'd be like, "This is going to be my film of the year," but there's just something where I'm like, "Don't be so short," which is just incredibly exciting. If it to be clear though, if this is, then hell yeah, yeah. you know, I man, I can, I I may go. I, so uh, next week we've got the un, un, unbearable weight of uh, massive talent. <laughs> um which I'm really really looking forward to but that, that there is something in me that's like if Donna and Lottie are doing something else with like uh, Lottie's friends and the the mums or something next weekend I might just do a double bill of that and the Northman again you know like and I I I can't remember the last time that I was just like yeah I want to go see this film again in the cinema but the Northman has me there um like I say, immersive, I think, is the word. Um, oh, thank you so much, baby. Oh, Jeff. it's showing at five o'clock tomorrow. Thank you okay? Oh, I could go yeah, see it yeah. after I can um, show before I pick you up. You could do that. Oh, there you... I mean, do it. Do it, though. I mean, it... it I, It is an extraordinary bit of filmmaking um, where it feels very, very, very Eggers, but it's also, you know, when... A, a, quite a simple story, but just with all these like fun little rivets to it like like mark said like the whole well he got kicked out of the kingdom pretty quickly and now he's just in charge of a sheep farm i mean that that was i mean like i laughed out loud at that just like what but what, what brilliant really like we're just gonna do that then like and just the whole futility of it all and you know just like Alright, yes, it is his father's honour, but also, his mum isn't the person he thought she
2: was. Yeah, the thing Um, is, you you kind of expect that, don't you? Mm. So I didn't. I I, I very much expected it, but then the way it was done, I I thought Kidman, who, who I am very, I still, I'm always a little bit, I don't get the Nicole Kidman thing but i thought she was brilliant in that scene at delivering she just the, the fucking the the madness of it all
1: and then so, and so, yeah and she's like and then to make sure that this never happened he tried to kill you with my blessing like yes, she's really yeah. she's, oh she
2: she yeah. she's just making sure she fucking really hammers that yeah. home
1: yeah really yeah
2: and, and then and then, then basically goes oh but if you want to kill him and then you want to kill yeah. our sons? Then, then, then yeah, me mean you could go out. Yeah, that was growing up. <laughs> I mean, I, was not keen. I
0: mean, but I don't know. I had a fucking smile on my face, a mile wide at that. Just like, I, what the
2: fuck I, are we watching? I, this I, is I mean, great. I was, I was like, <laughs> like, oh, I, that, I, that's a that's a good laugh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because it's just like, that's fucked up. And Nicole Kidman absolutely brings it. Uh, like, it just amazing. I mean, that's the thing. I had a smile on my face for so much of this. But at the same time, like, the the futility of it and just, like, the fucking nastiness of, like, you know, you've got that extended kind of, like, siege of that camp and Alexander Skarsgård fucking howling like a wolf. And it's like fun and visceral and whatnot. And then two minutes later, it's just like you're fucking staring at them setting fire to that house. With children in, yeah. Of children, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's so grim.
1: Yeah.
0: but But it is evocative. And like I say, immersive. And it's like... But it then also obviously plays out that he's not necessarily one of them. But also, life in those times... Pretty fucking difficult. You wouldn't want to be there. You know, and it, it, it's... For as cool as it all looks, it never makes you... Well, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe in the hot spring of Anya, Anya Taylor-Joy, it's like, well, oh, I wouldn't mind being there. But... Um, <laughs> Or Alexander Skarsgård for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like let, let's let's call it how it is. I but, su- um, yeah, yeah I, as- I suspect
2: I was very happy with the amount of male nudity versus female nudity in that movie. Yeah, it
1: was quite refreshing
2: actually. It's quite nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. we have always, even before you joined the podcast, Rebecca, we have always been advocates of more wangy movies.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, abs absolutely. I just, man, Eggers. I am going to re-watch The Lighthouse this week because
2: I must have got that film wrong.
0: We're well, we're going to re-watch I... The
2: Witch because we must have got that film wrong.
1: And first oh, the and watch The Lighthouse. And watch yeah. The Lighthouse, which we haven't
2: watched because I didn't like The Witch. But yeah, I, 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 we must have got it wrong. We really must have just got The Witch wrong. Mm. I'll talk Come about The it Witch from later the wrong on. Angle. but
1: Come at it from the wrong angle. Yeah,
2: so we're, we're going to re-watch that this week, aren't we? Yes.
0: Uh, I think I think I, I, I think I must start with the lighthouse because I, I watched it on my laptop and I remember maybe having had a couple of drinks and it was around Christmas New Year and I, I think maybe I just wasn't in the place for it. Eggers is just now a even even though in my mind I'm like I don't like the lighthouse that much. He is just a I'm gonna go wherever that guy's going.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it, it's 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 a spectacularly engaging film.
1: Well, I was gonna I was gonna say like the, when Ian mentioned the bit about the wolf howling thing, like that could have been really hawky yeah. and really like cringy and mm. taking you out of the movie, but because of the setting that's been built around it, it isn't. It works. It's right.
2: Mm. Yeah. and that's there, there's, this, there's this weirdness of you're watching this movie set in like. 809, 895 AD. And then at one point you've got this fucking, you've got like weird like fucking Viking parkour in it at one point. And then you've got fucking Norwegian death metal at one point within it. But it all makes sense. And it's, it's epic without ever at any single point being boring. Oh God! I mean,
0: I just—I gotta say—any fucking film. I—I I, I said this on WhatsApp to Mark, but any fucking film where in the soundtrack you just suddenly go, <coughs> yeah, I'm, I'm throat singing is a big thing. In. Like it just—it was such a big screen and big sound experience. Just hearing that fucking blaring, I—I I don't know, like. As soon as you had the scene where Ethan Hawke and his son are crawling around on all floors and proving to Willem Dafoe that they're not animals by farting and burping, I was just, yeah, let's, yes, I'm 100% in, and I never wasn't.
2: Yeah, it's, let's it, say, God, I hope it makes money. Yeah, like I say, it, it, it's not the movie that it makes you think it is, but then it, it 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 comes out the blocks as being an actual better movie than you expect it to be, and it it it's not it's not outright fucking um, art house masquerading as something else just to get people in the cinema. It's it's still fucking good. It's not it's not sit down and being really pensive and absurdly weird for the sake of it it's it, it's weirdness makes sense and is just brilliant
3: I
0: mean I, I you know this is the, I mean that's the thing it's like it felt like it could have been like an a24 film where the critics absolutely love it and then it gets an F cinema score yeah but, but it's not no. it, it it that that's and like, like you said like you said mark like the audience reaction it was like my audience, it I did hear people murmuring it a couple of times. But afterwards, it was people just going like, bloody hell, that was good. You know, that, that seems to be... And, you know, even if it's as simple as having, like, you know, a fight... When they're talking about a fight at a burning lake, I never... I, I don't know why... But I never fucking thought it was going to be the volcano, yeah, even okay. though the volcano is prominent I, a
2: lot. I didn't. And, and then and then when, it, when, it, when they got the volcano, I was like, oh God, it's just lava. Of
0: course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the gates of hell. Yeah, that makes perfect fucking sense. But then, you know, so that's it. At the end of the film... You've got a fight by a volcano with an incredible fucking like wide shot where the one guy chops the guy's head off and like the other guy fucking spears him through the chest.
2: But that the it's great the lingering shot of um, of Skarsgård just kind of like screaming and essentially yes. dying at yeah. that point where he, where he thinks he can't move his arm anymore and he's just like it, it's the. It's it's like there's an anguished look uh, on his face for it. I thought was absolutely fucking spectacular. Mm. Like genuinely, I was watching, it going, "This is incredible." It, I mean, this is because, and, and we haven't even talked about one of the other fucking best s- sequences of the fucking film. Is it the bit with the
1: when he gets goes to retrieve the sword?
2: Yeah. Mm. Oh hell yeah! Oh fucking hell, that was. Fucking magnificent! Yeah, that the way that Eggers uses that slide shot throughout the movie, uh huh, that he uses it repeatedly throughout the movie. So you'll it'll slide across, and you'll, you'll, you'll move across the it... and then it'll stop, and it'll slide back to the original point, and it is just it it's fucking it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah,
1: it's it's a very good looking movie.
2: Though. You, I think you could convince somebody you could make a, I reckon that in six months time somebody watched this and enjoyed it I reckon you could convince it it was in black and white and they they, they genuinely question whether or not it was <laughs> or not they'd be like no I um, don't, don't think it was you'd be like no it fucking was they'd be like and they might make a no it wasn't but in their brain they'd be going Fuck what was, was it? it though <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about The Witch
0: later but one thing is I have seen The Witch twice and I was convinced it was black and white. And it's not. Wait, is it not?
1: No, Genuinely. Isn't. Lighthouses, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, is the
2: Lighthouses. And the witch isn't.
1: Nice.
2: Is it? I was literally but just dude, about to say it. Because his first two films were in black and white.
1: There's a bit where she's wearing like, a isn't there.
0: Yeah, it's very, very muted. Yes. I but i that film, name, that
2: film was in black and white.
0: Yep, straight up. That, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll talk about the witch later. But yeah, it's interesting you said that about the Northmen
2: Yeah, that oh, fucking that scene, in the fucking that scene where he has to go down at the fucking boat carcass to get their sold
1: Yeah, oh, yeah.
2: Fucking hell. No, it's
1: really, it's really good. Really well done, that scene. That my, fight, and then it goes back and it's just him stood and he takes it.
2: Yeah, it's like a spirit fight. Yeah. It's very computer yeah, gamey, yeah. very Devil May cry mm. but very it, good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, I mean, like, God of War did come up, like, quite a bit in uh, my head, in that bit, in the kind of, like, the one shot kind of bit, and, you know, there, there is that, but... I'd be interested to to know whether Eggers has actually ever played that, just in terms of some of the shot placement. But at the same time,
2: doesn't feel vid, like video gamey all no. that much. It's no, just in it's, those individual moments. Yeah, it's yeah, just in those little moments, it, yeah. it feels a little bit in it, but not like not I think, like 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 I was just watching a video game. It's just like maybe there was like little nods of picking up from things. Mm. You know, video games like that have existed now for like thirty years. You know. Yeah. We, Filmmakers should be getting little influences from them. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. Uh,
0: Yeah, I... It's just an incredible fucking bit of filmmaking. Like, it's uh, so nice to just not be disappointed at all with something
2: that you were really looking forward to. But also still being a little bit surprised by it as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I just... God, Mark, I, I, I know we've talked about it, but just that whole thing about, like, he, it's not that he's, like, trying to get, like, his kingdom back. It's like, the guy's a fucking sheep farmer.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and um, uh, uh, it, uh, it, the, the fact that they made the elder son <laughs> just such an absolute shit weasel. <laughs> just a pathetic piece of mm. shit. Yeah. And then he kills him in just, like, the most fucking like, Fuck it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah.
0: But also, like, not, like, in a way where he's completely antagonistic. Yeah. Like, he takes the piss out of him and whatnot. But he's also, like, you know, for protecting my family, You, hey, I know you're after that one girl, but my father's not anymore. That's the thing. It's like they established early on that, like, Class Bang has been trying to bang Andy Taylor Joy and not getting much luck out of it. And then that doesn't become a plot point. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just like my father was trying to. He's not now. You know, crack on. I it. It, it just it makes it makes all these little zags when you expect it to zig, like all the way through it. I I I just find that really interesting. Like it it was a film that kept me on my toes, despite the fact that the revenge plot is relatively straightforward, but it's got all these nuances to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, good on Eggers. I hope it doesn't lose money, but it costs so much money that it's almost like how does it not? But yeah, it fucking terrific film, but very <laughs> emphatically, definitely not shit. I yeah. really am looking forward to watching it again. It it's a film that restores faith for me. Yeah,
2: yeah. It, it it so it's yeah it, it's fucking it's brilliant. Um definitely not shit.
1: Yeah, definitely not shit. I'm I'm, I'm really excited to revisit his back catalogue and really excited for whatever he does next, which wasn't anticipating because I I hated the witch, and watching this has made me go, yeah no, we, we must have been wrong.
2: Yeah. Um our audience poll, definitely not shit 83%, touching cloth 0%, shit six percent, and Geostorm eleven per cent. I can see Wow, really? a Geostorm in that if you were going into it for a certain reason didn't get it, but then were like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: I can see a little bit of a Geostorm in there.
3: Mm.
0: So, let's talk about soon what we've been watching. Uh, I have got way more than yourselves by the sounds of it, so I'll split mine you up. S- yeah, you start. Yep, great. So, I will start by talking about The Witch. So, <laughs> um, I watched this on my iPad on the flight back from Spain, Uh, which is not optimal. I wanted to try and get The Witch and the Lighthouse done before the Northman, and I didn't manage it, but I got The Witch done. Um, So, yeah... There's some stuff in this film where I was angling the iPad to make sure that nobody else could see it.
2: Yeah, yeah I do the opposite.
0: I was... Yeah, well, yeah, no, I bet. Um, but, okay, so The Witch. I've always been a lot more fond of The Witch than you guys have. Um, but I, I, I think The Witch is fucking spectacular. Um, it
2: is... We are wrong. And we will we'll will know about it this no, week.
0: i I I d it'd be I'm really looking forward to hearing what you think. I I'm gonna say what I say now, just in case you say you still think it's shit. At least I've had my say, and then like it's <laughs> not that we're like fighting each other. So um I, I, I think it's incredibly unnerving. Um uh Anya Taylor Joy is great. Ralph Innocent is doing some shit in this film. Like, the piousness of his character. Like, he's got an arc... May, maybe maybe more interesting an arc of, than Anya Taylor-Joy, if I'm absolutely honest in this film, with, like, how his character progresses through it. um, People like black philip the goat became like a bit of a meme uh, or like a thing to talk about when the witch came out i'll just say watch out for the rabbit i didn't remember the rabbit being as much of a cunt as he is <laughs> that rabbit is not a good rabbit um it's just this again i like immersive i mean like as immersive as a film on an ipad can be uh, on a plane um, but with noise cancelling AirPods, so that was something at least. Um, but yeah, just I, I it, the, the 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 sheer oh god, this is a fucking horrible place to be. It, it you know he was doing that with the the witch, like his first film out, and he was doing that. Um, so yeah, I I think the witch is a cracking piece of work and you know the dialogue being kind of like old, olden times dialogue and whatnot. It you, you do have to concentrate but it does make sense and it does lend a sense of place to it um yeah and I, I just I, I, I think there's some good creepy shit in it but we're, we're, yeah let's see what you guys uh, make of it next week also I do just want to call out that Eggers um really geeky this so apologies but the the 4K uh, second site release of The Witch uh, recently got delayed it was actually supposed to be coming out tomorrow as we record it's been pushed back to June I believe or maybe May Maybe no I think it's May um, because Eggers basically said yeah I'm not happy with the HDR transfer that you're proposing for it for it I want to have another crack at it. And I I, I did a little bit of research on this. And apparently it's because The Witch has been out on 4K UHD in the US, but not the UK. Um, And there was an HDR transfer done of it that apparently did not have Eggers involvement because the film was shot on 2K. Um, So it's never had HDR. So the 4K version in the US... It wasn't actually approved by Eggers. Um, It was just released. Now he's gone... Yeah, I don't... If you're actually going to do... Like a really nice treatment of this film... I'm going to supervise it. And I just want to say... It doesn't seem like there's a lot of directors getting involved in home video transfers these days unless it's something that like is being put out by boutique labels and it's usually catalog stuff. I fucking love that Robert Eggers he, like he's obviously been busy with the Northmen, you know, like he's doing press for it still, but he's like, no, I want to supervise this fucking transfer. Good on him, yeah. and it makes me more excited for a 2K upscale. That's going to be in 4K because I know that Eggers has actually gone. No, I I want to get this right. And um, HDR, I think with that film, the contrast that HDR can bring, I think is going to be very interesting. Um, that 4K disc looks amazing. Well, I mean, like, in sound, like just in reading up about it, there's um, there's a commentary on it by Anna Bogetskaya, um, who used to fill in for Kermode occasionally on Five Live, and she knows her shit. She does this uh, podcast, The Final Girls, which is great, um, and I'm really looking forward to listening to that. And they got interviews all over the place. Yeah, anyway, uh second sight, if you want to send me a copy of the 4K for free, that would be amazing, but otherwise I'll um somewhat happily pay the 39.99 you're uh, you're quoting for it. <laughs> it's a lot of money, but there's a lot of extras it comes with like a 150 page book. I I I you know, I I, I think I can go there, but um you know, at the same time, hey, if anyone at second sights listening, I, I'll review it. And I like the witch, so it'll be a positive review. Hey, um, but yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, uh, right. Uh, I'll I'll try and race through some stuff a little bit. Right, choose or die, Netflix horror film. I think you guys talked about the trailer a few weeks back. We did
2: indeed. Yeah.
0: Aye, this film's bollock yogurt. Is it,
2: is, it, is it as bad as it as, as I, my brain thinks it will be?
0: Yeah, I mean, like some of the, the practical effects are all right. Eddie Marzan being in this again feels like another case of if COVID didn't happen, there's no fucking way he'd be starring in this. Yeah, it, no it, chance. It does
2: smack of his mates with the director or the producer.
0: Yeah, it is. It is something like that, or he was bored. <clears throat> um, yeah, and Liam Howlett does the sc- score for it, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, the score's actually all right. You know, uh, it, it, there there are bits to it that are all right but it's essentially ring but an 80s text based adventure video game um but it's like the, the the decisions that you're making mirror what's actually happening in in real life and stuff um yeah i i, I thought it was really really bad um it it it's it's nasty enough in a couple of moments to go oh that's interesting but then like really not nasty enough in other moments um some of the fucking acting in it is awful um robert england literally gives like a phoned in cameo where he's just like a narrator on the game um and it, i i don't know it just it's shot with the usual fucking let's make everything look like a Netflix film kind of way, but low budget. <laughs> like the colour grading, it just absolutely is Netflix. Um, I I did downgrade from the 4K Netflix plan, by the way, and I'm fucking glad I did because they don't put any effort into so fuck them. Um, and uh, yeah, um, boring, uh, doesn't really have much to say about anything. I give it an extra half star for Eddie Marzan um um uh, reacting to someone saying fuck the 80s in a very good way. Uh just the line reading is delicious. Um but yeah, the guy, the, the, the kid from sex education, who was Hugo, uh, Aza Butterfield, he's like the second lead in this. It's like, what the fuck are you, do, do Netflix just have you under contract? <laughs> it's like the old thing from like the 30s where like the studio would be like, we're going to get you in a 15 picture deal, but you don't have a choice in the pictures. It's like Asia Butterfield's in one of those. <laughs> it's Butterfield is
2: literally locked in Netflix studios <laughs> and can't get out until he makes a certain amount of things. Yeah, that's, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's basically his version of a live B-sides album. <laughs> oh, nice.
0: No, I mean it fuck it, yeah, just really really boring film uh, and it's only 85 minutes long, so yeah, I I I would very avoid. Um uh so uh rewatch the Boss Baby Family Business, um watch this after having 5 hours sleep and then being awake for about 18 hours and in that, and then drinking a load of Heinekens in that situation the Boss Baby Family business hits different and is a four star film my review <laughs> on Letterboxd at the time is literally hits different when you're watching this after a day of five hours sleep up at 2am to catch a flight and having a few pints on being awake for 18 hours good movie um, it hit me um, I thought it was very sweet I thought it was funny um, and I'll probably never watch it again, so that's going to be my abiding memory of Boss Baby uh, Family Business. So, there is that. Uh, I will talk about two others very quickly before moving on. Uh, I watched Dinner for Schmucks, which I hadn't seen for 12 years, because it came out in 2010. Uh, that film is very, very, very long, and it's aged really Really badly. Um, But some of the more farcical stuff. I thought was quite fun. It's based on a French comedy. Which you can really tell with a couple of the set ups. And uh, I I had some fun with it. But it is 20 minutes too long. Um, And I re-watched. The Other Guys. Which is great. The Other Guys. Is the perfect balance of. uh, What um, Adam McKay is going for and what he's talented with and I think it fucking honks uh, Gators Bitches best to be wearing jimmies Mark and Becky
2: over to you Becky's just grabbing a drink so I'll cover the ones that I watched uh, solo uh, so in my continued trial through the terrible comedies uh, and I mean it genuinely the terrible comedies of uh, the late noughties um, and early teens Uh. I rewatched, and I, I say this with very little pride, uh, the John Favreau, uh, Vince Vaughn, Jason Bateman, Kristen Davis, Melin Ackerman, Kristen Bell and Sean wow. uh Couples Retreat. <laughs> um, it's... The thing is, with this movie, is it's not very good, for a start off. It's not very good. Um... It's also, it's one of those, again, where you're watching it going, you kind of like, you're having to believe, okay, so, um, all of these guys have kind of, they've got old, and it's, it's shown a little bit, but all of their wives have just not, <laughs> at all. They've all hmm. kind of struck a little bit of gold with their wives, um, but it's a it's it, it's at points fun and it's not a, a total kind of waste of time. But it is a game twenty minutes too long and very 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 throwaway. Um, like like even like shoehorning in the fact that Vince Vaughn's character is a, um, a, 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 a essentially he sells a video game and the video game is Guitar Hero. And it's also he can like have a guitar hero off with Peter Serevinovitz, um for no reason that makes zero sense. Hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a reason why this isn't considered a classic of the genre. Uh, but I, I will also state that at some point I will end up fucking just going, ah, fuck it, I'll watch that again because it was like it was it was virtually kind of background noisy. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and then, as well, I say I watched a film that Ian holds dear, um, as well. Um, for again, another rewatch. I have watched this before. Um, I think it's about my third, or maybe even fourth, watch of this movie. <laughs> um, and it's a movie where, if you ask me if I liked it, I would go, eh, maybe, probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But I can, but for some reason okay. in a few
2: years I go uh, Yeah I'm gonna do this again. Yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna do this again. Bang. <laughs> uh yeah, I watched grown ups. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah I did that.
1: I think I've seen this.
2: I'm not proud of it. It's not even very good. <laughs> it's like genuinely. It's not very good. I don't know why I watched it again. <laughs> You think? Really? Yeah. I'm shocked. Yep. Do you know what the worst thing is? Go on. I know I'll end up watching it again. Oh, dear. But at some point. At some point, I'll go, I ain't want that bad. It's kind of throwaway. It's, it's enjoyable <laughs> enough. And I'll get hard through it and go, why have I done this? Why have I done this again? It literally, Kevin James' entire joke, the entire thing is, he's fat and he occasionally dances weird. And I'm still amazed that Kevin James has managed to forge an entire career out of that. Yeah, it's an awful
1: Yep. Point.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's not accurate. Becky, what have you watched?
1: I've not watched anything on my
2: own. Wow. Um, so what, what else have we watched, back Bex?
1: Really, not a lot. Is there? We didn't finish that. Oh, you finished it, didn't you? Yeah. I fell asleep. I was meant to go back and rewatch the end.
2: Alright. So, we watched Out of Time, uh, the Denzel Washington movie, um, from Carl Franklin.
0: Oh, the Johnny Tet one's Nick of Time. Sorry. Yes,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. Nick of Time, yeah. Yeah, Nick of Time, the film that actually does real time before 24. <laughs> Is he called Nick? I think he is actually called? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a
0: fucking fantastic title.
2: Uh, yeah, out it, of It's very good. It's, it's very enjoyable, but it feels very much like a 2003 Denzel Washington movie.
1: Yeah, it's a weird vibe for a Denzel movie.
2: Yeah, it's like it's it's weirdly it's Denzel before he became Denzel.
1: With a capital. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But. It's still post-training day. Where yeah. he kind of became Denzel.
1: <laughs> Maybe he was already signed on.
2: It does feel a little bit like that, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but it's good. It's a sweaty movie, isn't it?
1: Yeah. It's quite
2: a sweaty-looking movie. It is, yeah. uh, um, Partly because it's set in the Florida Keys, but it is a sweaty-looking movie. And it also always reminds me how long Ava Mendes has been around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she still feels like she's been around like a few years, uh, but she's been around like twenty odd years. Yeah. And then, what else did we watch, Becky?
1: We also watched Independence Day because why not? Yeah, we have been for a few drinks, haven't we? When we were. Yeah.
3: Does yeah. it was been for a few drinks?
1: Yeah, I think we'd been for a couple, and we were like. What's a good tonight movie yeah yeah it's just it's just entertaining isn't it it's like it doesn't really tax you too much
2: no I, I, I was a little bit surprised I, I didn't like Independence Day when I first watched it yeah um, and then we watched it um, for the show before the remake, mm. remake the, the sequel sorry um, I really liked it then um and I really liked it again this time. Yeah, it's it, a really it's, good watch. Yeah, it, 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 it's Emmerich in peak Emmerichness <laughs> of it all. Um, and I, I know a lot of people didn't like Moonfall, and I really liked Moonfall. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it, Moonfall isn't at this level, or, you know, Day After Tomorrow, or 2012 levels of Emmerichiness.
1: I mean, there's no aliens. What? In Moonfall. I
2: there is. Yeah,
1: there is. Um, Do
2: you see the
1: aliens,
2: though? Yeah, it's the thing. The
3: thing. The thing.
2: Yeah. The thing. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But yeah, Independence Day. It's. I, wanna I, 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 watch I want to rewatch. We watched this. I want to watch the sequel mm. because I remember nothing about it whatsoever.
1: I completely forgot there was. It, a sequel.
2: It's kind of disappeared completely. <laughs> it's like in like another ten years' time they'll make another sequel. And people, and, and they'll just try and avoid anyone mentioning <laughs> that it
0: happened. It was, it was interesting. I, I was listening to the latest Chin Stroker versus Punter, and they were talking about Moonfall and then uh, referenced independent day, <laughs> Independence Day resurgence. And Paul was just like, "Is that the one with all the skin jobs?" <laughs> and it's like, "Yes, it is absolutely the one with all the skin jobs." Where the fucking the thing that absolutely annihilates that film. Is that they cast people who they just thought were going to be big things and weren't. You know, like Jesse T. Usher and uh, that one of the Hemsworths.
2: Uh, I think it's it's not uh, Chris Hemsworth.
0: Is it Luke? I think it might be Luke. It's Liam. Oh, is it Liam? Jesus Christ. Yeah, so there's Chris
2: Hemsworth. That's not Chris Hemsworth. That's not a Hemsworth and the other one.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then um, Micah Monroe, who you know, obviously with the guest and it follows, kind of felt like she she was going to be a thing, and then Independent Day Resurgence, Bleurgh. you know, there's like bless her, it's not her fault, but there's no like no no big role for her after that, and it just, God, that is a film that doesn't exist. It is, and I, I remember, like you said, I mean, my word, yeah.
2: It, it, it's like it, if they deleted that off everyone's iTunes and it never was on a streaming service I think genuinely in 10 years time people would would, would, would question people for ever mentioning that it existed mm. I, I remember the alarm bells for that movie went off for me um, when the really, runtime yeah. came out at 120 oh. minutes
3: <laughs> mm. and
2: I was like alright shit then because if Roland Emmerich hasn't managed to squeeze out two and a half hours out of the footage that he
3: shot for
2: that, (laughs) then it must be an absolute fucking
0: piece of shit. It's like when the New Mutants is like a clean 90, (laughs) and it's like, oh, no. Fuck, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What the
2: fuck is this? I'm I'm getting worried about Dunkirk, because it wasn't longer than two hours.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was it? Fucking, um, when the the runtime for Skyscraper, because I, re- I, I seem to remember we had some sort of bet on that. <laughs> and it was like, that was less than two hours. It was, it, it was like, oh no. And it was like, oh yeah,
2: oh no. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. I, 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 we're going to re-watch The Independence Day this week, I think, aren't we? Oh Are wait, Yeah.
1: Between The Witch and, and Lighthouse, <laughs> we're going to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Highbrow to lowbrow.
2: I mean, it depends on which way you look at it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) fair enough. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Uh, but yeah, that's all we've we've watched
0: this week. Okay, no worries. Um, So, um, doing well with the schedule here, guys. To tell you what, Um, I talked about Diard with a vengeance last time, didn't I? I'm pretty sure I did. Yes, you did. Yeah, thought so. So, um, the last film I watched in Spain the last time I went to Spain became the second film I watched in Spain this time I went to Spain. Last time I watched it on a beach by myself (laughs) while Lottie and Donna played. Because that's how I roll. (laughs) This year I watched it with Donna and we had a great time
2: murder mystery murder <laughs> so uh, I, I, I almost rewatched this myself the other day
0: right filming sequel, the sequel now I... Coming. yeah I think the sequel's this year
2: yeah I think, I think they've just finished filming um, it
0: at, yeah 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 I think so it's really really fun it just it's fun like literally about halfway through I just turned to Donna and just went this is just fun and she was like yeah it is yep so, yeah, just, um, I, I suppose that's all I've got to say about Murder Mystery right now, to be honest. It just, it's a very, very good time. Sandler and Aniston, cracking, really, really good supporting cast around them
2: as well. So, well, fair in, play. In the, uh, it, 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 in the sequel, uh, there is Johnny Turner-Smith, uh, Melanie Laurent and Mark Stronger in it.
0: <laughs> great. That sounds good as well. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, uh, a film that we we were planning on reviewing, but Mark and Becky didn't uh, manage to get to it. Oh, what's going on there? I have Something... no idea. <laughs> it's stopped now,
2: though, so that's all
0: right. <laughs> okay. Wow. We. Um. So, uh, Sonic Two. So, saw this couple a uh, couple weeks back. Um. I'll be quick. Uh, it's fun. You know, I mean, like, it is a precision tool for kids. It is a kids film. Emphatically a kids film. But it does have about 10 or 15 minutes where there's this really weird wedding subplot. Where it's suddenly like, okay, let's try and get the adults interested. It's,
2: um... Should I be worried that it's it's two hours long?
0: (laughs) Yeah, 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 it's long. It is long. Um, but... Kids are the target audience for this, and they eat it up. The fucking mid credits sting lots was fucking hyped. She was so excited about the mid credits sting. Uh, holy and fuck! She doesn't play Sonic games, but she's in. Um,
2: I am on the I uh, am on the Wikipedia for it. I wanted to see how well it had done, and it's done quite well, right? Mm. This is the most like detailed plot thing I have ever seen. So I'm gonna go. It is. I am just sort of looking, and it. it is a full one, two, three, four, five, six. 5, <laughs> Seven. Eight. It is eight eight and a half full screen scrolls on my iPad. And that is the plot. <laughs> that is. Of course. On. I mean, yeah, that's a, that, make, that sounds like yeah. the entire plot. <laughs> that's mental.
0: Ah, oh, dearie me. Um Yeah. Yeah. Um so uh, uh, James Marsden is in it more than the trailer would make it out. Like people were kind of joking it's like, what is James Marsden gonna be in like two scenes and then that's it with this film. He's in it more than you'd think he is. But also, there's a lot more CG. Like It feels like with the first one, they were like, we can't have CG characters all over the place because that's going to cost too much. This one, they're like, okay, we know this works. Let's spend the money. Um, so you've got Sonic, you've got Tails, you've got Knuckles. Um, Idris Elba, very, very good. Um, absolutely plays Knuckles as has no real understanding of Earth at or or like what what is funny on Earth, what the customs of Earth are. He is an alien being and that shit is actually quite funny. Um Carey's uh more amped up than he was in the first one. He already was quite amped up. Um he said that this could be his last role uh which is odd but sure. Uh, yeah, it, it's I I I enjoyed it fine. I think the first one is probably maybe a little bit more of like get to the fucking point. Yeah, uh, but yeah, like like I said, I, I took lots and a couple of her friends and they absolutely loved it. So there you go. Um, uh, Apollo Ten and a Half: A Space Age Childhood. Uh, so this is the new Richard Linklater, which is on Netflix. Um, I was really, really, really into it, and then not. Um, So the the whole thing of, like, it's basically rotoscoped animation telling of a kid's life in the 60s, um, where uh, there's, like, a fantastical plot element where he also has to... Uh, do a space mission because they accidentally made uh, the space module too small Um, and it's kind of mirrored with what's happening with Apollo 11 the stuff on Earth I thought was really interesting the stuff in space felt like Linklater going well we have to make this somewhat sellable Um, and it ended up not working as much on me as I thought it was going to um, but like there, there is some fantastic kind of like hanging out movie quality to this which is what you
2: want from your um, link letter
0: yeah yeah there is like I say it's when the fantastical stuff comes in not so much so uh, I, I enjoyed it but in the first half hour or so I was thinking like top 10 of the year it won't be fucking close but it's still a good film. Um, okay. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so, uh, being in Spain and being 15 minutes away from a street named uh, after Pedro Almodovar, I watched, for the first time, uh, uh, All About My Mother, which is one of his most celebrated films from 1999. the um, man. Good film, good fucking film. film wow, we. Yeah. Oh my word, just it's so sincere. Like it, 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 just the yeah, the most heart-on-sleeve thing, and it's funny and it's touching and uh, uh, kind of like devastating in moments. Feels absolutely Almodovar uh and yeah it, it terrific bloody film that terrific film um it's been a long a time since that
2: but yeah it's a fucking great film
0: yeah yeah it really is um yeah, great uh i've got a few others as well so i'm just going to keep going that's um good. so uh what watch for the first time how to lose a guy in 10 days ah,
2: <laughs> that's a fun movie
0: Yeah, man. I mean, like, it's properly throwaway, but, oh, my word, is it charming. Yeah. Uh, And, like, considering the premise of the film, it's like, how is that charming? I think they very well play off the whole she's trying to write the article about losing him, he's trying to prove that he can make a woman fall in love with him, you know, and like that whole whole kind of, like, they're both coming at it from really cynical points of view (laughs) but then... They just end up falling for each other kind of thing. I thought that worked really well, actually. Um, good good, funny shit in it. Catherine Hahn is great as like the best friend. Um, to be honest, the only way it could have improved is if they stuck Judy Greer in it somewhere as well. <laughs> um, but a better rom-com on the dodgy box that we had in the Airbnb Airbnb in Spain like all, like basically all of these films that I'm talking about I watched on the dodgy box <laughs> um so it was fucking brilliant so I watched a what what was obviously just like some sort of stream of marry me but had a really nice interface so marry me
2: is fucking great the JLO one from this year. Yeah. With um Owen Wilson in it. Right?
0: Owen Wilson. Alright, yeah. go on, yeah. <laughs> right. This film is fucking great. It is The premise of that film is so stupid. It's based on a graphic they are so novel. Smart. Yeah. It's based on a graphic novel. And they repeatedly to, like call out how stupid the premise is like in the film they're like why do we think this is going to work why do you think this is going to work why are we still doing this but my god it is precision told. you want to see J-Lo and Owen Wilson fall in love don't you yeah. they're actually quite sweet together and they're helping each other so why not and yes, I want to see all of those things. Thank you very much. Had a few beers with it. Just the, the, their chemistry is terrific, which you would not necessarily expect, but it works. Um, they've both got really good arcs as well, which which is, I, I, you know, important. Um, the, the kind of like the rush to the airport e kind of stuff at the end it it doesn't play out necessarily in the way that you expect and yeah i don't know like it's nearly 2 hours long but there's a lot of material packed into it and it doesn't feel over long um and yeah i it 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 really does feel like a rom-com for today you know they got instagram and tiktok all up in the motherfucker but it it it, it, you know, it, it tracks and it, it, it clicks. I had a really, really, really good time with it actually. Um, and like I say, just they do fucking wonders to actually make it work. And Sarah Silverman plays the best friend, but she's Owen Wilson's best friend, not J-Lo's best friend.
2: <laughs> so
0: uh, uh, that works. There's some interesting, like, at times subverting of these tropes in in, in it. Um, and also the songs are great though. I'm assuming they're original songs that Lo's doing and they're, they're very good. Um, yeah, yeah. I, um, had a really, I had a really good time with it. So yeah. Uh, check it out when you can.
2: I, I will on that.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm down for that. Great stuff. Good. Good. Um, very quickly Total Excess How Carol Co. Changed Hollywood Uh, kind of feature length documentary on the Total Recall uh, Blu-ray extras, really really good Uh, the last one I want to talk about so, a film that I couldn't have watched until the day before I uh, was reunited with my beloved Kiki Uh, on the dodgy box I watched Dog (laughs) what did you make of it? uh uh, quite frankly, it fucking destroyed me in a couple of moments, Mark. I uh I you know I'm I'm not too prideful to say that. Um Channing Tatum co-directing it, his kind of der- directorial debut along with his longtime producing partner Reed Carolyn. Um a very clever mix of man and mismatched dog movie while also kind of like trying to tell some real shit. But also with odd moments like a ten minute section where Channing Tatum's just trying to get laid in Portland. And there's like a montage of how he's just like not on the wavelength of the women of Portland at all. <laughs> um which which was great and random. Um then Kevin Nash appears at one point as uh like weed farmer um who is amazing and tries to intimidate Channing Tatum and does a really bad job at it, which is brilliant. Um, But the the stuff with the dog is great. Like the... It was Toy Story 3-esque in are they actually going to go down this road with something that happens towards the end of the film before they don't. And I was tearing up like a motherfucker. Um, th- like I say I could not have watched that on any other day other than the last day before seeing Keeks again um, it is an entirely subjective 4 out of 5 you could take <laughs> 3 stars off if you don't like dogs
2: <laughs> I think I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to watching this because I'm, 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 I'm happy it's... to spend like an hour and 40 minutes with Charlie Tatum and his dog
0: yeah, I mean, dude, like, seriously, it—it's a—it's it, a good—it's a good plot, and Tatum knows what he's doing behind, and, and Carolyn, they know what they're doing behind the camera. It's interesting mix of different tones, and yeah, yeah, I, 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 I did, I, I quite like, not, not film of the yet. I mean, Jesus Christ, don't get me wrong, but I, I, I really liked it. Cool. And that is me. Jesus
2: fucking Christ. <laughs> questions? Ooh, questions. I think we only have the one this week. Da-da-da-da. Let me find it. Uh, Andrew Jones, friend of the show. Um, with, with Northman trying uh, hard to keep action real, but RRR in uh, gleefully ignoring the historical fact... Uh, which kind of take on history do you prefer, and what eras work best shown as real as possible? Um,
0: I quite like Tarantino kind of like doing history, bit rewriting shit.
2: Yeah,
1: just making it. Bad. I think I was... just making it like the shit bits didn't happen.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, the thing is, I I, I think. I don't have a problem with like films not being necessarily historically accurate what I do find Mm. amusing is when people will talk about them as if they are historically accurate and think that that's what happened I think there's an element of if you're doing a biopic of somebody you have to have an element of historical accuracy in it otherwise it's not a biopic it's just a fantasy version of that person's life Mm. um Braveheart, for instance. Uh, but if you're just making a a kind of period romp or something like that, then I don't really care that much if that particular catapult hadn't been invented at that time.
1: No, or if Jack off of Titanic's going to visit a lake that hasn't been made yet. Yeah. Or whatever it was, yeah. Um, I don't know, I, yeah, I, yeah, it depends on the... On the tone of the film, I suppose. Like with this, it feels like The Northman. Sorry, um, it feels like effort has been put into finding about out about like the traditions and the mythologies and the mm. like the funeral process. Yeah, stuff, stuff like that. It feels it feels it feels real. So it adds to the world building.
2: Yeah, but also, I, I wouldn't care if it came out in a entirely Herzogian way and came out that it was all bollocks and it was just what he wanted to do. No. That wouldn't bother me. At all.
1: Although, if that's the case, he's mm. just been like chopping off horses' heads willy-nilly for no good reason.
2: Well, fine with that. Because it looked <laughs> fucking cool. And it made sense to the fucking story.
1: Yeah, but think of the horses.
2: I don't like horses.
1: No, you don't actually, do you? Oh, pricks.
2: Snor- it's one of pricks. Looking running around twat um, so yeah I, 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 it's one of those where yeah
1: again though like you say about biopics and stuff if it's, if it's if it's a person that I'd like genuinely have an interest in and care about like their legacy being honoured it fucking it, it really makes me angry see Bohemian Rhapsody but you know if it's, if it's someone that I have a passing knowledge of and I'm just watching I don't really give a shit yeah so I suppose it, it depends yeah, it? it's
2: one of those things it's like do I care probably not yeah. yeah if I was a historian would I care yes am I no no I, I give more of a shit if the film's decent or not
1: um,
2: yeah your thoughts Ian
1: Ian's just hooking his dog
0: I thought I said my forks. sorry <laughs> oh, in, the, um, in
2: general, uh, uh, do films have to be historically accurate for you? Oh shit, no, sorry um, No
1: They have to feel like Sorry, thing. I they kind of feel them. like I
0: was doing a disservice of Andrew there No, I mean I, I, do Does it add to the verisimilitude of of films, sure, but if it means that you're going to bore the fuck out of people, no. You know, you got you. You've got to have a balance there.
2: Um, but, but my point for that is,
0: I'll go with immersive over accurate yeah.
2: any fucking day of the week. Yeah, and the fact is, no matter what film story you're telling, they're not real. <laughs> yeah. Even documentaries aren't real.
1: No, they're one person's also perception true. of real, aren't they? Exactly, yeah. Mm.
2: it's it, there's, there's that element of something. You know? Mm. So, yeah, fuck it.
1: My answer to our question that we put out to people that I'm guessing we didn't get any responses to because it's Easter Sunday. Yeah, I
2: think that might have played into it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. It kind of it fucked it into that weird, a little bit, I think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I just want to say
1: absolutely fucking yes. They can fuck off. I'm so bored of having to check... On my phone, every time after a film ends, whether there's a post-credit scene, it was so refreshing watching The Northman and going, and They're absolutely fine. Knowing fucking won't there wasn't going to be. Gonna be. Yeah.
2: You almost go, There won't be because Robert Eggers is a proper filmmaker. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> the thing is, I I still maintain I don't mind them for the Marvel movies. It's part of the thing.
1: It depends what they are and how long they make you wait, though. But,
2: yeah. but Like, like if it's what, just
1: a trailer. What was for the next it? Movie. Yeah, that Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man,
2: it was just a trailer for. Um, Doctor Strange, it,
1: and it was right at the end as yeah, well, wasn't it? That
2: felt a little bit like a oh, fuck off. Yeah. If you can't be asked to make something, it, that that smacked to me as you don't know where you're going. Mm. Cooper, the category, Cooper doesn't like them either. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so it's just I, I think it's it's something that. Has been growing with me over the over the past sort of year or so. I think, I, I always forget to check before we went with a film.
1: Yeah. And the credits roll, and then you're putting the title of the film and post cred. Yeah. You have to read through the, all the bollocks that they put on to keep you on the site as long as possible, so you can see as many adverts as possible yeah. before you actually get to the answer.
2: The 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 the, the tooling to mm. make sure that you're on for the thirty eight seconds you need to be on for yeah. them to get the first cent.
1: Fucking ridiculous.
2: Which is fair enough, they're taking me out the time to do this and to write the what is it post credits out.
1: They just need to stop making them.
2: One of the picture houses, uh, I can't remember which one it is.
1: I've got a sign up, I've got a sign there.
2: up uh, outside the screen where it just says, You might want to stay. Uh, and then it says underneath it, You might want to stay right till the end. <laughs>
1: The thing is, what a fucking world to live in where they have to do that. It's just they—they're they, not needed on every film. They're not needed on every Marvel film, but they've painted themselves into this corner where they have to put summer on, so it ends up being bollocks. Yeah. And then it's just—it just makes me angry. I've sat People got, are ashes.
0: becoming. People are coming posi- uh, position to kind of expect it though. Like I'm half expecting like there's going to be something at the end of Jurassic Park Dominion. Where it's like because they say, well, uh, th- this is the end of the Jurassic era, so
3: <laughs> Cretaceous part, Cretaceous, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, and it's like there's gonna be some sort of mid or post about that, and it's just fuck me.
1: I'm really excited for Jurassic Park. Uh,
2: so am I,
0: and I fucking want to punch myself in the
2: dick about yeah, it. Yeah, same. The thing is, I, I wasn't I- at all. I was a bit like, oh god. This feels like last time there was a Jurassic Park trilogy where everyone just went, really? Can we not just end this? Um, but then they just saw the trailer in the cinema was like, ah, go on then.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited about it for three very specific reasons Sam Neill, Laura mm-hmm. Dern, and Jeff Goldblum.
3: Yeah.
1: That's it. Chris Pratt can fuck right yeah. off, and so can Bryce Dallas. Howard, Howard with a big head.
2: I, I'm two of those, one of them I'm a little bit kind of over.
1: Yeah, you're not so keen on Jeff Goldblum, are you?
2: I think he he's very much dying out on how popular he used to be and how popular he still is, but creating nothing new.
1: <laughs> I love him. I think he's great. I think he's just a really great presence. It's fine,
2: but he's just Hit. Jeff Goldblum.
1: Yeah, but he's, he's him, fine.
0: Him bouncing off of Sam Neil and Laura Dern will at least give him something else to
2: play with, Yeah, that's going to be interesting, rather than him just being essentially a version of Jeff Goldblum.
3: Hmm.
2: I am
0: um, really dreading the amount of times I'm going to see the Jurassic Park Dominion trailer in the next couple of months. (laughs) Yeah, it's replacing the Morbius one for holy shit. Isn't it though? Oh, do you know what? It was was Um,
1: lovely getting to the cinema late yesterday though, wasn't it? And I'm not having to sit through 10,000 adverts in Cineworld for Cineworld when you're already there.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Have yeah, I am had to
0: experience that for okay. a bit, but yeah.
1: So irritating. There's,
0: there's like one in Odeon. Um, like, seriously, like, moving from Cineworld to Odeon has been lovely. It's like, I'll go to Cineworld if Odeon aren't showing anything, but like the thing I want to see, but otherwise, it's all Odeon for me at the moment. And they just they don't take the piss with that
2: stuff. because yeah, in Cineworld at the moment, you've got. I think there's four, isn't there?
1: Before the credits. Before what? Before the uh, trailers, sorry. No, in general. Oh no, I think it's more than
3: that. I don't think there is more than four.
1: There's that stupid one with the elevator. Yeah. There's the child.
2: One, yeah. There's. You only name two, yeah. You said there's more than four. I know,
1: but I can't think what they are. There is another two. There's the unlimited one, the general
2: one. Yeah. It's
1: just too many.
2: At least they got oh, rid of that Pepsi that fucking one.
1: fucking Pepsi one. No, that was on yesterday. The no,
2: they got rid of Pepsi Max one where she just drinks the empty bottle.
1: Oh, God, yes. I hated that. You that hated that? made me that. so angry. Just just really bad marketing. <laughs> An empty bottle is more tasty than our coat.
2: <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't a great advert.
1: Who greenlit that?
2: I don't know. Anyway. But that was it, yeah.
1: We didn't
2: have any other questions. What are we covering next week, Ian? <laughs>
1: I'm so excited.
2: Have I missed something? The,
1: um, Oh,
2: God, yeah, it is that, isn't it? I
0: <laughs> oh, you said the words right out of my mouth there, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Really fucking looking forward to that. Also, a little preview. Strap in for the week after. Um, Because there's only one film out in wide release the week after. <laughs> we are... Getting ready to behold a new era. A new era. And that's all I'm going to say.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, or at least Mark and I are.
2: Becky might, but might not.
1: No, if it's what you were on about earlier, I absolutely will not.
0: Becky will not. <laughs> no, okay, well, that's fine. But yeah, Becky. Mark and I will be embarking on a new era.
2: It's. So. Yeah, I will add to that. It's. It's something we've kind of done before on the show and we're doing it again. (laughs) Can I I just point out that
1: you're adding to its viewing figures which will mean that they will make more of them.
2: Well, maybe we'll like it. (laughs) Do you know what? You don't know until you try it.
1: I feel like I might divorce you if you do like
0: it. (laughs) That's fine. Maybe we'll go back and watch the whole... Shabang. ...previous era. Hmm. Anyway... Bex, it's before half nine. We did it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to go pull some pork. That sounds like a euphemism. It's not. It's, it's, it's actual pulled pork.
0: <laughs> I'm going to eat some two and a half hour old spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> um, so, uh, thank you very much for listening, folks. Uh, thank you very much, Becky.
1: Thanks, Ian.
0: <laughs> thank you very much, Mark. Thank you very much. And as always, goodbye. Bye.
4: (laughs)